welcome to Hospital Podcast number something or other. And it's a very special podcast this week and next week because I'm in the company of the Gresham Brothers, Messrs Dan and Matt. Hello, boys. I'll turn your mic up now. Hello. Come on, Matt, don't be shy. Well, the assertive one was Dan, the shy one was Matt. And we've got a lot to talk about. That's why we're doing two podcasts. And we're kicking off with Is It Alive by Newtone from the Newtone Medical History. Let's go back a little while this one. How far? like three studios ago, two houses ago, so that would make it about four years, four and a half years. Four years. A hidden classic. Indeed. goes on in your mind when you name a track I mean let's take this track for example how did you arrive at this title well well, is it alive it was kind of the secondary title actually Uh, working title was was called Get File Get File yeah and and why it's uh, usually it kind of is to do with things that have been going on you know events that have been uh, events that have Place and um, with, with Get File, it was it was related to um, uh, a random AOL instant messenger incident. Tell me more. Uh, well, you can send file on AIM, but you can also do a little thing called Get File, where you you say, "Give me any files that that, that are on your computer, yeah, that are in a special folder." Um, and someone. Tried to get my files. What? Someone tried to reach into your computer to steal your files. Yes. They must have been a cad. Yeah, I, I, they, were, they were trying it on. That's for sure. That's very roguish. <laughs> that's putting it politely, I think. I can't imagine that anybody who do such a thing could still be working in the industry today. Talk about lacking a moral compass. <laughs> yeah, no comment. I think it's fairly safe to say that they won't be trying it again. It's, it's, it's one of those mistakes that you make only only the once, I think. Let's hope so, eh?
sounds familiar. It's the sound of two brothers on remix duties here. It's the sound of family. said cheese. Kajikbo. But yeah, a family remix on a tune called Family. Exactly. Matrix and Future Bound with Robert Owens. It's the second time I've remixed uh, Robert Owens in fact. Indeed it is, yeah. He didn't whisper on the first one though. He whispers on no, no, there was a nice whisper on different drum. Well, there was, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was shorter, though. Just a little whisper. He loves a whisper. He's got a new album out, actually. He has. Or coming out very yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Ninja Tune, isn't it? No. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> we have our depth there. So, when New Logic are working together, yeah. I mean, what's it like? Is it like? Is it really fun? Is it a bit boring, or or do you fight? Matt, Matt sits on the internet, and and I make the tunes. No, that's, that, no, that's, that's not, that's <laughs> I had, not I had true. A feel, I had a feeling it was just like that. Actually, that's, that's not true at all. Um, yeah, Matt goes out for a fag, and I stay inside and work on the, uh, on the tunes. Is that because you've given up smoking? Fair enough. Matt, Matt's just, you know, Matt's just kind of sitting there with his arms folded, looking like, yeah, I get this all the time. Come on, Matt, stick up for yourself. It's, uh, what, what can I say, older brother, kind of. You know, there's not much you can do, really. I've learned to deal with it. Just uh, I grin and bear it, I think. <laughs> it used to be like that when I, when I was DJing with Chris Goss back in the day. Cause what, were you the older brother? No, he was, well, I was older. He was, like, the more experienced DJ. So I only started DJing when I was 36 years old, uh-huh. and uh, he used to hover over all the knobs all the time while I was DJing, like EQing. Yeah, I did that to man. While I was actually. DJing, it kind of really, it got a bit much sometimes. I must admit. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that. He was just, that's pretty well. He was just worried about me fucking up, basically, which, right. which I did on a regular basis, of course. No, I know. I think with us, like. I, not that I worry that Matt's gonna mess it all up, but um, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, like we play back to back quite a lot as well. Um, when we DJ, if we're like we're both on the same gig, we'll, we'll always try and play back to back if possible. Um, but one of the nice things there is that you know you've got someone who can stand there without headphones on, listening to to what's happening and and be in touch with um with, with like the the whole rather than just listening to one of the tracks. You've got the 
trying to draw this out, and it's not really working. The sound of brand new. So um, I actually received through the post yesterday, which is very convenient. Timing. Two new releases on your label, Dan. Tell us about your label. Well, I signed up about six months to a year before I signed Topman Hospital. And originally it was, you know, I'd released music through various other labels and wanted to have a bit of control and, you know, just uh, be a bit more involved in the whole thing. And then soon after setting up, I signed exclusively with Hospital kind of put a spanner in the works of my original plan. Them's the brakes. Yep. But uh, we only signed you because we saw Brand New as being a rival to hospital. There you go, you see. So we thought we could silence the label by signing you. Squash it. Um, but it probably became an avenue for me to release music by um, other producers, uh, which is actually quite enjoyable in of itself. Um I guess about a year and a half ago, I put out the last release, and then it's been like a yeah, a year it's and a half. It's been that long. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nothing for nothing for a while. Um, just been too busy with families and making music, and so I just kind of put it to sleep for a little bit, and and now it's um now it's back. So tell us about this release. This is this track here is a collaboration that I've done with Lynx, um, and the flip side is a solo track by Lynx. Very much mad at the moment as well. Indeed. In fact, he's pretty much responsible for me getting the label going again because um, he sent me Whistle Stop, which is the flip side, and uh, and I, j- I just loved it and played it out loads and it wasn't signed anywhere. So I was like, well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take it up then. Wicked. And uh, he agreed to sign it if we did a collaboration on the flip. So we did that and, uh, and bingo. And the title of this track is? This is East to West. East to West by Lynx and Newtone. Enjoy. the hospital podcast i'm london electricity i'm here in the company of new tone and logistics and it's a two-part podcast in part one we're focusing on dan new tone and dan's album the new tone medical history download album is out now all friendly and unfriendly digital retail outlets hospitalrecords.com itunes track it down DOA etc etc
course, Mr. Elder Statesman of Cambridge Musical Drum and Bass. <laughs> yeah, you have to put that musical drum and bass, but I'm not the Elder Statesman of Cambridge. You might be soon. Who knows? The rate you're carrying on. <laughs> uh, your album came out last year. Yes. The Back of Beyond. Indeed. And uh, and very well it's been doing, I might I might add. Thank you. Um, been continuing to gain plaudits and cool. uh, very healthy sales, actually, particularly on download, you'll be glad to know. Right. That's always nice. And uh, this, this track features... Um, a couple of other people of, uh, of Cambridge origin. That's right, the Communards. The Communards. Tall and Clive. How are they doing? They're good. I haven't seen them in a bit, actually. I haven't seen them in about a month and a half. Um, it's funny, like, you know, as soon as we all started getting busy with DJing and stuff, you, um, you stop seeing each other unless you're actually DJing on the same lineup or like, really make an effort to get out and meet, you, meet up in the week, you know? So you no longer have a local that you all go to anymore? I've got a local, but it's out in my village of 200 people. I don't think they... they you're not strictly them. Cambridge anymore, are you? No. Well, it, technically, yeah, but I don't live in the city of Cambridge. I'm within the uh, confines of, of the city council. But, um, no, I live, in, I live in a small village about five miles out of Cambridge. You live in a little utopia. I've been there. Yeah, it's it's lovely. It's, it is lovely. It's, uh, it's very quiet, very peaceful. Fields on three sides. But we'll allow we'll allow you to keep saying that you're from Cambridge. Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, kind of. I wasn't born, but I was raised there. At least. Exactly. So, um, now we're, we're we're trying to get a future sound of Cambridge Volume Three together. I'm like getting blood out of a stone, isn't it? Featuring um, featuring your good selves and uh, and, and the two communards. Yeah, and, and, and got and some lovely tunes in from you two. Sort of collaborations and individual tunes. I think we're going to play one in a little bit, maybe. But um, I hope so. But yeah, we're, we're, we're working on it now, um, and the general plan is to do as many collaborations between like. The, the How are you going to get them in the studio? How are you going to get the comics in the studio? Well, I, whatever happens, I always have to go and pick people up. I have to go in my car. Like, you're the only one who drives. Call yeah, call them like an hour and a half in advance, tell them to get up and you know have a shower, and, uh, and then go and pick them up. Yeah, we're going to talk about cars later, Matt. <laughs> okay, so you're basically going to force the comics to come to your house to make music. Yeah, call it to, call for, it to an off-license on the way, probably. For the Future Standard Cambridge Volume 3. Which of them drinks the most while they're working? Well, George drinks the most, just generally. Okay. Um, I'm going to get into trouble for this, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, be careful, be careful. But this tune, this this tune's gone down really well. Actually, I had a lot of fun making this with them. Um, as featured on the MTV Awards, actually. Yes, it was. MTV Europe Awards, at least. Yeah, they haven't paid us for that, actually. <laughs> yeah, thanks for reminding me. Chase it up. Sometimes it's like getting blood out of a stone, Dan. I know. I know. I'm still waiting for my money from a German penthouse. I'm sure you are. That was for the photo shoot, right?
I'm just queuing up an MP3 that's playing on my laptop, so I can't mix it in. Very, very new, exclusive tune. It's a collaboration between the two of you called Trademark. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a listen to this, and I want you to kind of talk me through who did what. Because a lot of people don't understand what goes on in collaborations. Mm. You know, it's like, yeah, great, it's collaboration. Well, did they, what did they actually collaborate on, you know? Yeah. Who, who, who made the tea and who, who made the tune, you know? Well, the collaborations that I do with Matt tend to follow a fairly similar um, format in that Matt usually starts the tune and then, um, and then gets stuck and, uh, and then I step in. So usually, like, Matt will get together the samples, um, the beats, bass line, get it kind of started. Then we'll take it into my studio. Uh, I'll do work on the, the mix down add some keys, um, add some extra percussion and stuff, usually put in a shaker, that's my, that's my standard edition, <laughs> get out the hot pants, um, that, 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 that's a shaker rather than actually getting out hot pants, <laughs> um, yeah, put in some crashes, um, but I, usually it's mixed down more than anything, isn't it, I think, an arrangement as well, yeah, um, and there's something like... You know, when you've been listening to a tune over and over and again for you know hours and hours, it's so hard to step back and kind of listen to it objectively. But um, I think when we collaborate on stuff, you know, there's always one of us who's not as involved as the other person has been, and so it's easier to, um, especially with things like arrangement, to, to listen to it objectively and, and see what works where. This is trademark forthcoming on the Future Sound of Cambridge Volume Three at some point later in the year. <laughs> some point this, this is new logic this decade enjoy this
Now, those of you who've been paying attention over the last few weeks will know that I've been rabbiting on about us launching a new producers page on the hospital website. And also, we're going to be releasing a series of downloadable sample packs by our artists, heralded by Dan Newtone. So, uh, hopefully, by the time this podcast goes out, um, your sample pack will be available. Yeah. Now, I mean, you're the first of us to ever do this. I mean, what... What was it like doing it? I mean, well, it's great because I'm the first. There's no, uh, there's no precedent, so I don't feel like I have a tough act to follow. Anything, just do my thing. Um, but it was fun. It was, um, it's really very different. I was saying about this before. It's, it's completely different from making a tune because um, all you're thinking about is, you know, the one loop that you put together, and you try and keep in mind how would you use it in a tune. But everyone's going to do different things with the, with the samples anyway. So. Um, you just sit down and try and make something that sounds good. Now, your your sample pack is... I mean, who do you think it's aimed at? Who's who's going to benefit from from having the, the benefit of the Newtone experience? I don't know. I mean, it, I tried to make it kind of in a similar style to the way that I make music. That's kind of inevitable, really, and, in you know, that's the way that I approach production. But um, I hope there's stuff on there that just about anyone can use, really. I mean, the bass sounds are fairly kind of... Uh, open-ended um, there's, there's definitely like there's quite a lot in the way of keys like roads and piano and strings and um, synths and stuff so um, that was probably kind of more aimed at musical producers I guess tell us about your drums give, give, give away a few secrets I mean you're you're known as like being so excellent at EQing breaks and producing breaks thank and you that's kind of like isn't it isn't it Matt would you agree Dan's just a fucking master at like getting the EQ right on breaks. Yeah, I mean, I've I've learned an awful lot from from watching him clean up stuff and just the, the way he goes about pitching as well. I think is uh, that's that's the craziest thing for me. What what have you picked up from that then about about Dan's pitching? What, just, what exactly do you mean? I mean, think about it in layman's terms, you know. Well, I mean, I'd always just chuck in a break. I wouldn't really mess around with the pitch. And with Dan, he'll sit there pitching all all the individual hits until they really gel and. I didn't even really think there's such a thing as, as a pitch for break. So right, to, to do that, the break has to be recycled. Yeah, presumably. yeah, or just chopped up into hits, whatever, right. you know, whatever, whatever you right. use it. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's an absolute don at, at pitching and and also just the cleaning kind of process of breaks. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So they have a bit of a sheen to them. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm always trying to get little tips off him and stuff. He doesn't he doesn't give away too much, but understandably <laughs> so. Understandably so. I mean, your sample pack doesn't come with an instruction booklet on how to arrive at the same thing yourselves, does it? It's like no, that's true. It doesn't. No. Although I did do a very extensive Q and A on dogs and acid. Um, yeah. Which is basically which is still stuck at the top of the grid, isn't it? I, I think so. It was last time I looked. Yeah. And that's about like eighteen pages long or something. Totally advise anybody to read that who's into their production on drum and bass. Yeah, and that goes into more detail than I'll ever be able to like on a on a podcast. Yeah. But um. For me, like, it, I think that the, my my main focus when I'm kind of coming with breaks is getting the feel right, and then just getting rid of anything that you don't need. You know, subtractive EQ is as important, if not more important, yeah. than additive EQ. It's a lot more important, actually, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Anyone can kind of you know boost things to make that bit sound good, but you're still left with rubbish that you don't need. You know. 
So talk us through the, the, if you don't mind giving away your secret of EQing, just like, say, say you've got a break that you love, you really like the feel of it, but there's some frequency in there that you can sense isn't right. What do you do to get rid of it? Well, as far as like subtracting EQ, subtractive EQ goes, my, my, the first thing that I do is turn the EQ up to full. So it's boosting really hard, narrow frequency, and then sweep it around until you can hear that horrible noise that you want to get rid of. Yep. And then as soon as you've focused on it, then you turn the EQ down to uh, subtractive rather than additive. It works like magic, doesn't it? Yeah, and and, and, you, and you can get anything, get rid of anything. The, the other thing is then try doing exactly the same uh, EQ at double the frequency and half the frequency. Yeah, for the harmonic. For the harmonics. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, that's the mathematical part, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. So if you've notched out 100 hertz, then do 250. Yeah, exactly. And if you have no interest in production, this has probably become the most boring podcast you've ever listened to. (laughs) But I've never actually gone that deep in production. I'm not apologising for it because that's partly what this issue is all about. Definitely. Tell us about the track in the background. A track called Troopers. Um... Which I, I owe a, a little debt of thanks to Matt. Actually, this like what, what part of the process of um, of collaboration is that sometimes samples make their way onto my computer that came from Matt's computer. So you've stole your little brother's ideas and you've called it a new tone track. It's it's one sample. Which 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 one? Uh, the one that that holds the whole track together. <laughs> So unfair. I'm the, I'm the big brother, do you know what I mean? It's, it's what I've got to do. Clearly. just got our TPs of this one. It's actually the loudest cut on a record I've ever heard in my life. Soften the way with Johnny L. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, high contrast, a Johnny L remix.
and this rather fine piece of work will be released hopefully within the next three to four weeks so I think towards the end of April actually it's the 5th of May and it's back with the first vinyl excursion for Nobody Gets Out of Here Alive off the Tough Guys album Big shout out going out to Johnny L. And to Johnny L's dad. Who handled the business affairs very well. And to Rico. For being the go-between. And there would have been someone in there making the tea, but I don't know who it was. Tones just passed me a dub plate and it's got hit and run written in China Graph on the top of it. Tell us about this tune, Dan. It's actually Silver Sharpie. Is it? It looks like China Graph. I know. <laughs> Sharpie. Um, I guess it's my little homage to, um, to Johnny. I was going to say to Genesis. <laughs> no. Okay, sorry. Uh, no, Johnny, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I have fun making like tunes of all sorts, like you know, soulful things, more danceful things, and this was just a, a little baseline roller that I knocked up. Sounding absolutely wicked, and quite possibly appearing on the future sound. Quite possibly, excellent. Oh, 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 
Right, Dan, continuing the, the production little nerdy thread that we had going on earlier. Yeah. Um, what's your preferred method for wobbling bass? <laughs> uh, the, the Rolf Harris technique. Because I know everyone's dying to find out. Come on. <laughs> Wobble board. With the saw. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it's so straightforward. You know, I, I just, I, this bass here, I, I used uh, subtractor in reason. Uh, it's just a square wave filtered down, a bit of resonance, and just a straightforward LFO. Um, and it's got um, uh, just a gentle uh, envelope on the filter as well, just like closing down um, filter. Uh, there are quite a few different ways of doing it, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, there are. Um, I, I tend to keep it keep it simple. It's my rule with everything. Uh, very why, sensible. Why complicate things if, if, if you don't have to? That's a very uncluttered Zen-like approach. Exactly. What you can hear in the background. It's four hero. Is it to look inside? Look inside. Look inside. Four hero, look inside. New tone remix. And you, you've like really you've really made this tune almost sound like more like 4 Hero than 4 Hero do to me to my ears wasn't, wasn't completely intentional but, um, it's like classic 4 Hero do you know what I mean yeah it was just kind of just the way it, did, the way it took itself um, it's funny sometimes sometimes remixes you know you can work on them for weeks and just like not go anywhere restart them restart them restart them this pretty much did it about a day it was incredible I remember like we, we got the parts and then I think the next afternoon you sent you sent the mix through. Yeah, it, it's 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 always either that way or you'll wait for like a month. When that came through, it was one of those moments in the hospital office. It's one of those moments. It's a hair on the back of the neck moment where it's like, yeah, that's why that's why we're all doing this. Yeah, it all fitted together. Yeah, I, I, it, it's often like often the ones where you do it in a day, you know, and it, it just comes out straight away. Those tend to be the ones that really work. You know. Do we, do Spread we, Love was yeah, about yeah, yeah, four yeah, hours, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I just kind of I just looked at it and it was finished pretty much. You, you have got a knack like that with remixes, though. Yeah, it's one of my favourite parts of parts of my job, to be honest. Yeah. I, I love I love remixing. Um, you always start off with elements that you know are going to work. Yeah. Um, and so I can, you know, all you have to focus on is, is just recreating it in, in your own little way and and, uh, and engineering it, you know, which which I always enjoy as well. 
Do you know when this is coming out? I have no idea. I, I have seen... I actually saw there are, there are three other mixes. Um, they're more kind of crazy, kind of broken beat type thing. Just hush a minute. Got to hear this. What synths did you use for the bass line? Again, just straightforward um, subtractor and reason. Wicked. Hear that, you people? You do not need the latest toy, the latest mega synth, the latest anything. No, I mean, you know, with this kind of thing where it's just straightforward, filtered um, triangle, you know, it's, it doesn't need to be anything, anything fancy, just straightforward um, filtered synth. When I heard that, I was blown away by the sound of the bass line. Yeah, I think it's partly because I just left it raw, you know? I didn't yeah. do anything to it. I didn't, didn't mess around with it. Just, um, just keep it solid and simple. We're drawing to the end of the first half of the podcast. And uh, is there anything else that, that you want to play? Um, I've actually queued up. It's another release on your label. Yeah. Shapeshifter D Bridge remix. On out on June the second. Um, Shapeshifter, some guys from New Zealand. They're they're massive over there. Um, they're pretty massive here, actually. They are, yeah. um, where did they do their their live gigs on the the Bush Empire? Yeah, that's which right. is a big venue, and they sold it out. Yeah. Shapeshifter Live are currently the best live drum and bass band in the world. Yeah, it's very true. Bar none. And they don't get recognised over here. No. In the awards or anything. But they're um, they're coming over for about a month or so. Um, I think May, June time, around the time of the release. Um, and uh, I've been lucky enough to, to pick up um, a licence for it to, to release it domestically uh, on brand new track called One with the Debridge remix on the flip side. And Mr. P. Diggs on vocals. That's right. Massive shout out to P. Diggs. Yes, mate.
It's the hospital podcast. And when nothing is there, and then we shall be one. Thank you for subscribing. We shall be one. Massive shout to all the drum and bass heads in New Zealand. Absolutely. I've just come back from there, in fact. How did the tour go? It was wonderful. It was my first time in New Zealand, second time in Australia, um, but it was, it's, a, it's an amazing country. Beautiful country, New Zealand, isn't it? It's yeah. amazing. I actually went swimming with dolphins along with Scientific. Oh, mate. Well, uh, Hector's dolphins, which are like little midget dolphins. No way. The world's smallest dolphin. <laughs> Hector's dolphins. It's like Hector's house. Exactly. In fact, we saw a baby dolphin that's the size of my two-year-old son. Wow. Swimming with dolphins, with scientific... Swimming with dolphins, I can imagine, but with scientific, I with can't scientific, imagine. I, I know. And actually, a girl from, from my school as well. She was on the same boat. Here I was, like, the other side of the world, 12,000 miles away, wherever it is. And uh, there was a girl from the year below me in school. Gosh. It's a very small world. That is a small world, isn't it? The world of dolphin swimming. Well, Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're, you're not going away. You're going to be here for... For Matt's segment. That's right. To make sure that he doesn't spill the beans about you. <laughs> Keep an eye. Big brother yep. star. Thank you for coming in. Pleasure. And uh, the new tone, Medical History, is out now. All good download outlets. And also the new tone, Sample Pack, for all you producers out there. Or just anyone who likes listening to drums by themselves. Yep. Yeah, you could actually just stick it on and listen to it. Yeah. A little bit disjointed. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. And when nothing is there, and then we shall be one.